Every five people testing positive for COVID-19 in Western New South Wales are Indigenous, as the region records its third death. An Aboriginal man in his 60s from Dubbo was among nine deaths recorded in New South Wales in the past 24 hours, when the state also recorded another 1,480 locally acquired cases. Of those cases, more than 150 were in the state's regions. Deputy Premier John Barillaro says a decision on the extension of COVID-19 lockdown in regional New South Wales that's due to expire on Friday will be made later this week. There is an opportunity open, but I would argue that the opening of the regions, if it happens, would be in a very restricted environment, still nothing like the environment pre the lockdown. If and when we announce the roadmap, it's clear that those that are unvaccinated in regional rural New South Wales, if they may have a freedom because they've been lifted from a restriction now, will lose that freedom. Meanwhile, the ACT has recorded 20 new coronavirus infections after becoming Australia's first jurisdiction to crack the 80% full vaccination rate in an age group. And Victoria has 221 new local cases. Demand for workers is rapidly coming off the boil in the wake of coronavirus lockdowns in the nation's major states and capitals. Preliminary figures from the National Skills Commission show job advertisements posted on the internet fell by a further 5.6% in August for the third consecutive monthly decline. Jobs ads had reached a 12-year high in May. The Commission said the sharpest declines in job ads in August were recorded in jurisdictions currently in lockdown. Job advertisements are a pointer to future employment growth. The global aviation industry is about to trial a new sustainable aviation fuel made of cooking oil, animal fat and household waste. As Emily Francis reports, the trial is part of efforts by government and industry to reduce reliance on fossil-based fuels. Multinational energy firm Chevron is planning to produce a test batch of sustainable aviation fuel, or SAF, which will be sold to American airline Delta. SAF is made from feedstock and is similar in chemistry to conventional fuel, but it can be three or four times as costly as traditional jet fuel. Compared to jet fuel, SAF can reduce carbon emissions by up to 80%. Delta Airlines hopes to replace 10% of its jet fuel stocks by 2030, and the US Biden administration is looking at a target date of 2050 to wean aircraft off fossil fuels as a part of its climate change agenda. Western Australia will end the logging of native forests from 2024, protecting nearly 2 million hectares of land in a bid to help fight climate change. About 9,000 hectares of high conservation value carry forest will also receive immediate protection. The new policy will exclude forest management activities and clearing for approved mining operations. The McGowan government says forestry workers in the state's southwest will be supported through a $50 million transition plan to be funded in tomorrow's budget. And turning to sport, All Blacks fullback Geordie Barrett is free to play in the rugby championship after his red card for a boot to the face of Wallabies winger Marika Corabetti was dismissed by a judiciary panel. Barrett was sent off after making contact with Corabetti while jumping to catch a high ball in the first half of the 38-21 win over Australia in Perth on Sunday. Governing body Sanzar's judicial hearing ruled the contact was inadvertent as Barrett lost balance in the air. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. Now for the latest weather on a live 90.5.
Four minutes past two here on Alive 90.5. This is Business Insights with Matt and Mario here on this very sunny Wednesday afternoon. I've got to say, I'm loving the weather that's <laughs> that, that's been in place recently. Since spring had sprung last week, it's just been beautiful. Today, we're sitting at 23 degrees, a sunny day outside. Tops of 23 today. Tomorrow, tops of 26. It's going to be a sunny day. And Friday, mostly sunny. Again, tops of 26 degrees. It's this is business insights with Mario and Matt here on a live ninety point five. It is a it has been a beautiful beautiful day. I've got to say, Mario, I, I've had a quite a wonderful week. Have you been? How was my week? My week was uh, awesome. It started and it's a great thing today to be in the studio with Matt Carano. I love being in the studio. Crime. Yeah, like we love to be like a teletubbies we're hugging each other, you know what I mean? We don't need to have the masks and we can breathe <laughs> each other's space. <laughs> but I'd like to say thank you to all ladies and gentlemen for tuning in on this great radio show Business Insights with Matt and Mario and we are here to bring you happiness, joy and excitement and as well a few tips you know, and the insights, you know, how to lead a better life. What do you think, Matt? Absolutely. We can definitely bring some inspiration to people's lives, but nothing quite like our first guest, which I'm really excited to she doesn't, she, she doesn't know what she's doing. That's the best part. We're going to put her on a spot there. <laughs> Let's introduce her. Katarina, how are you today? I'm very well. Lovely to be here. I find it quite funny. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, you should see, you should see what Matt and I, you know, like, <laughs> doing some things in the snow and writing in calligraphy our names say hey, that's just, that's that's the funniest thing <laughs> so Katarina uh, first of all thank you for being with us today in the studio from the besieged Melbourne and uh, how is the weather down how is the weather it is lovely and sunny I think it's 20 maybe one degrees and I'm enjoying it from where I'm sitting right now um, may Lovely. Ask, may I ask you where you are sitting right now? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's not a public uh, place or coffee shop or restaurant or something like this. It is, it is where I mostly spend my time, um, on my second floor inside in front of my desk ah, okay. and working. Well, thank you very much. Look, Katarina, we'll take a short break with uh, some music. And we come back to you. We're going to give you some heads up with the questions and everything else. And thank you for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. Katarina Kamiti from Melbourne, besieged Melbourne, the city of heroes. With and us. coronavirus. And coronavirus, <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's with us uh, live in the studio via phone. And uh, we'll take a short break and come back with uh, our first guest. And we're going to interview her. And you're going to enjoy. She has a great tips and insights how to live a better life. Ladies and gentlemen, Alive 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario. You're not going to want to miss this. Never. I'm just... <laughs> Alive 90.5. I do the same thing I told you that I never would. I told you I changed. Even when I knew I never could. Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you. I need you to stay. Need you to stay. I get drunk. Wake up. I'm wasted still. I realize the time that I wasted. Can't feel the way y'all feel. Oh, 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 oh
Cherrybrook Real Estate, the specialist in residential management. Call us on 9980-9860. We pride ourselves on taking the stress out of property management, looking after you and your investment at a competitive rate. If you need property management, call me, Sam Mamone from Cherrybrook Real Estate, 9980-9860. Station sponsor. Ever have that sinking feeling that you forgot to get the gas bottle filled for the barbecue or outdoor heater? Do you worry about transporting a gas bottle in the boot of your car? Kangaroo Gas has got you covered. Kangaroo Gas will deliver 8.5 kilogram gas bottles to your home or business. Call 0405 LPG LPG or go to kangaroogas.com.au. That's 0405 LPG LPG online at kangaroogas.com.au or find them on Facebook. Station sponsor. The loss of your life partner through death is one of the most devastating events you can experience. Solace is a non-profit organisation dedicated to the support and encouragement of people who find themselves alone because their husband or wife has passed away. Solace invites you to join in meeting with others who are grieving over the loss of the most important person in their lives, their partner. For further information on your local Solace meeting group, phone 9519 2820. This has been a community service announcement on behalf of Solace by Alive 90.5. 11 minutes past two here on Business Insights with Mario and Matt, a live 90.5, your sound, your community. And as we just introduced, our guest, Katarina, is live with us. Unfortunately, not in studio. She's in Melbourne. But, but Katarina, for my, myself, I, unfortunately, I, I haven't met you. I had a great conversation with you yet, although we're about to have one. I would love to know, who is Katarina? Who is Katarina? Well, well, thank you very much, Katerina. That was enough from you. So I will listen. <laughs> Where would you like me to start? My story. Start. Start. Let's start with your story. You know, yeah. like you know, everybody, Katerina. I can give you one tip. You know, as an ex, uh, somebody who's working in, was working somewhere. Somewhere, everybody starts the story with a beginning. Would you ever consider to start your life story from the end? Absolutely. Please. Indulge our listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, Katrina Caminiti. Five minutes. Time goes now. Thank you. <laughs> well, here goes my story. It's been a journey of all journeys. 
And before I got into coaching and personal development, I call it my past lives now. And it's almost difficult to remember who I actually was. So Mm. I was a hairdresser for 30 years. My background is also in hospitality, family-run businesses. So I've always run multiple businesses. I'm not hairdressing anymore, but I'm still in the hospitality field with my family as well as being a coach and all kinds of other things. And I guess I like to put it as I spent my whole life sleepwalking through life. And I was brought up in a very strict Italian family, very tight-knit, where I only knew my environment with very strong belief systems. And I was always taught what to think, rather how to think. And I should, that lovely word should, do this instead of that. Mm, I didn't know anything outside of the front door other than, you know, my cousins. So I must say that I grew up without a plan. And where it all started for me that made a difference was my health challenges when nearly all my life, but it really hit me, struck me at about 40 years old, marriage breakdown, and I was literally really sick. So I'm very into human health and I'm very passionate. It's very close to my heart because I've experienced it myself. So I could confidently say that I was not happy and everything in my life wasn't going right. Everyone seemed to be against me. There was, you know, a lot of conflict within myself, with my family, with all the relationships and also my health. And then for me, in my, through my internal filters, I was very at the effect of my life and it was everybody's fault and I wasn't doing anything wrong. And I had developed very low self-esteem. I was a single mum, you know, working four jobs, trying to stay afloat um, with the fear that if I don't continue this, my kids will die, I'll lose my house and everything else and, you know, paying my mortgage, paying the bills. I always managed to take my kids on a holiday, which was great. And I I worked from home. I had a bridal wedding um, business, which really took off. I also worked hairdressing at home. I worked for girlfriends and I was working really long hours with no support. I became very fatigued, developed insomnia, inflammation all over my body sciatica, low self-esteem, and I had all the warning signs, and then one day my body went bang, and it just shut down. Katrina, sorry, may I just interrupt you here? Um, I mean, we we spoke before that, um, before this radio show, of course, and um, um, I would like to ask you a personal question, very intimate question, and you said your health was being um, damaged, and... um, attack. Do you mind to share with our listeners what happened? Yeah, so I was if I could put it down, it was I was living a life that I didn't want to live and this was um, all about aligning with my values so being brought up in the environment where I should do this and should do that I was living by someone else's values and because it was incongruent with who I was I believe that I created my illnesses because I was very, I had a lot of incongruency within myself and, um, you know, just experiencing this alone. And I I, I had a little niggles that when I had to do something that I should do, but I didn't really want to do my nerve pain, you know, I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia and my nerve pain would flare up. But when I was doing something that I didn't want, I wanted to do, it would just disappear. So that's what led me down this path of, finding out more and how I could heal myself naturally without, um, and I managed to do it. 
Wow. This is this is um, this is amazing. And uh, what's um, what's really like sort of like, uh, keeping my mouth shut is it sounds like a lot like of what you're sharing. Honestly, like I'm relating to like a whole heap. You mentioned you were operating your life in a way which sounds like almost like an internal conflict in a way that wasn't in alignment with your values and how you want to go about life, though you felt like you had to. You um. Yeah, oh, that, that, that's a big thing. But then also, I mean, like you mentioned nerve pain as well. Like, so I, I'm actually a paraplegic due to an attempt at suicide. And um, but nerve pain is something I've had quite a bit of too due to my spinal cord injury. And I, I, I'm just like, honestly, like, it must say though, like that, you know, healing and the body, the, the power the body holds to heal itself is so profound. And it's it sounds like, you, you, I suppose, witnessed that, but not only witnessed it, but like experienced it for yourself early on. But you know what I like it, you know, like, you know, like we have an expert here with us in the studio, and what it makes this radio show great, Katarina. Matthew and I, we don't have the flashy names in studio. Even we can call the people with a with a big, big, you know, red carpet rolling in front of them to come in studio. They'll be happy. But yet again, I'm surprised with the honesty. You know, I mean, and speaking to the to from the heart about their life, not hiding the one moment. I done things I didn't like it. I was a hairdresser. I was doing this. I was doing that. My marriage was breaking down. Single mom and everything else. People are ashamed to talk about these things. People are life just to talk about how everything is beautiful. Life is great. So, Katerina, I congratulate you for this one. For that, you uh, okay. you need to have the more cajonas than anybody else. And I said this as a man, like a Matthew, as I said to you before. Before we continue, Matthew, uh, six years ago, jumped from the 35 meter tall building. Yeah. And he want to kill himself. He survived. Unfortunately for him, he's stuck with me for the rest of the life now. And uh, <laughs> <coughs> he now helps the people to, uh, you know, as far as the prevention. In another hand, we had you in Melbourne, in a city which, you know, Oh, personally, I don't know how I would survive. I'm be honest with you, despite being in wars and everything else. But Katarina, why we are doing things, what we are being told? I'm very curious. Why we are doing things as our parents told us, as I say. You need to marry Katarina, you know. Katarina, she has a couple of cows and uh, you need to go in that school. <laughs> and, you know, that was back in my home in yeah. Croatia. And, I mean, my father was told me, we need to find you a woman who has a land, cows and sheep and goats. And I said, Jesus Christ, like, you know, I can't go in agriculture. I'm born in a city. Like, even if it's a mini city, but it's my city. Like, you know, he said, one day you're going to be grateful. And she needs to have the big, 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 big backside of the body, you know what I mean, to warm me up during the winter. And I, I hated that. Seriously, freaking I hated it. So, Katarina, for our listeners, you as an expert, why we are doing things we have been told by our parents, by our friends, your professional opinion. That's why you're going to help our listeners who listen right now. Absolutely. So, bless our parents. They, We are not to blame our parents. They only come from love and also fear. And our parents only want the best for us. So, through their experiences and challenges, and, you know, they've been, we've just been conditioned as a society of how things should be. And our parents are the same. They knew no better. And I always say... We don't know what we don't know until we know. We become aware of what we're doing. And the only way you do find that out is through yeah. personally developing and growing yourself. But we are taught to think 
and you should do this and you should do that. It's a safety net thing. It's, it's, it's an image of how our parents think how should be is how it's, it's more to benefit us to have a better life. And a lot of our parents, especially, you know, in people that have been through the war or through scarcity or through some challenges, they don't want us kids to experience that as well, you know. And then there's, you know, the respect that comes in, the way we should be doing things. And that's all fine. But where there is congruency there, so it is out of love and to have the best of us. They don't want us to experience their challenges. But the way it goes is that it's normal to have our challenges and it's okay to fall down and, you know, get the learnings and be ourselves, be our individual selves. And what I like may not be what my son likes, for example. And yes. by me imposing that on him is creating incongruency. And he's really only doing it for me to, to be quiet. But internally, it's not really what he wants to do. And, you know, aligning our values and doing what you love. And I was doing this in the early days of my children, but through my training in human behavior, I now have, you know, stepped back and allowed my kids to make their mistakes and to go out and find on their own. It's okay, I'm there to pick them up when they fall, but for them to create themselves as an individual of who they want to be. Mm. One one word you use a lot, Katarina, is should and how things... Oh, yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think... And I always... Yeah. Do you think that's a word maybe we sh- <laughs> shouldn't be using in our vocabulary as much? Like things should be X, Y, Z. The things, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the word should, I always say to my clients, don't should yourself in the foot. Because the word <laughs> should means something that someone else thinks that you should be doing. What are some right? alternatives that we could use? Listen, <clears throat> this is good. Pers- this is a good one. I tell you that my first 30 years of my life, you know, my love, love. Right, 30 years. I'm 48 now. First 30 years. Yeah, so... I, I will say to... The, yes? Sorry, Katarina. Go on, Mario. It's okay. Okay, so when I will, you know, when I will start dating somebody, I want to date somebody or like it, you know what I mean? I, you know, yeah. you know that there's a between me, let's go say, and that girl was a, like a moment of silence and I said like, should I kiss you now? And she said, what do you mean? Should I kiss you? Yes or no? It's like, and then I run away. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Katarina Kameniti, please join us in the studio live, 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario. Now, our great guest, Katarina Kameniti from Melbourne. She's here to change your life. So, Google her on LinkedIn and uh, you're going to be pleasantly surprised.
Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. Term 3 courses are open for enrolments at the Parramatta College and you have the option to learn either face-to-face in the classroom or online via Zoom. Courses include leisure and lifestyle, languages, computer skills, business and work skills. Fee-free training is also available. This training is subsidised by the New South Wales Government and eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enrol today. Call 9687 2072 or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. Station sponsor. That is my favourite tune to hear on a Wednesday afternoon. That Business Insights beat going on in the background. <laughs> i got to say, it excites me. It's 28 minutes past two here on a live 90.5. Business Insights with Matt and Mario, currently sitting at 23 degrees. And live with us over the phone from Melbourne is Katerina Caminiti. Now, Katerina, one thing we left on, which I am obsessed with myself, is the word should. I don't like hearing it personally. So as an example, I'm big into the gym, big into fitness and people saying, oh, I should go to the gym. I should be dieting. I should be exercising more, all this stuff. It's like, no, we all have the same 24 hours a day. How you choose to do it is up to you. Don't give me should. Don't bullshit me. So uh, that's just one, one reason I don't like that word very much. But it sounds like you don't like it very much either. And when you shared your story, you mentioned many key points in your life of, I suppose, conditioning where like a certain belief was put on you that you didn't want to live by, though you felt like you, quote unquote, should. What does the word should mean to you? And what can we do with That's it? That's an interesting question. Yes, Katrina, please, mm. can you share with us why should, should is not a good word? Well, should I stay or should I go? The word should, for me, when, when I hear the word should, the hairs stand on my shoulders because that's all I was told. Not that I have any hair there, but I was told to should. And the word should is not a good word as such because it's it's the conditioning that, like we spoke about before, of how we should do things when really it's not it's not aligned with our values. And um, being trained in human, you know, behaviour, neurolinguistic programming, and also sympathetic self-talk, it helps to create a compassionate dialogue within yourself and others. And when you 
swap out the word should for maybe a word like want, it really changes your life for the better. I mean, why is that? How many times, well, it's actually working towards what you want. Okay. So <clears throat> like, yes, please continue. I have just something else to ask. Yes, please continue. So it's like um, we mentioned before going to um, the gym and really struggling to get up and wanting to go to the gym and I should go this and I should do that. That may be something that's not on your highest values as with someone who is health and fitness and gym training is on their highest values. They just automatically get up and do it because they're doing it. They're passionate about it. They love their goals. They've got an achievement and they have more motivation and more conviction to get the job done rather than think that they want to because we're all conditioned to think that we've all got to be trained and exercised and trained to to be this way and not all of us are aligned with that and how many times like have we started a thought or a sentence with the word i should and you know it's always right there on the tip of your tongue you know i should go for a run i should eat a chocolate i should be practical and you know not follow my dreams i should be happy but you know what we do is we rein the dictation of the word should on ourselves until we become drenched in our dissatisfaction with the life that we're leading, you know? Mm. And this, it's seemingly judgmental and it's laced with a sense of an obligation. So what, what is... What, yep. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I have so much question for you, Katarina, and hopefully <laughs> Matt and I are going to have you uh, in studio, you know, in person as soon as this siege of the Troy stops. Um, but the question I do have for you, what is the profile of the person no sorry how would you profile the person who is indecisive and use the word i should doesn't matter male or female midgets unicorns doesn't matter anybody so so when you say profile the person how specifically do you mean like <clears throat> would you say that's that person is not reliable reliable that person it's in you know doesn't know what he wants from life I, i'm talking let's say Mario yeah. Beckers, uh, you know, let's just say you ask me, Mario, would you like to come with me to the gym? I say, yeah, I yeah, should come. Yeah, yeah, I'll come back to yeah. you tomorrow. What would you think about me? Let's go with me as example, not Matt Caruana. He's, <laughs> he's too, he's too bulky. You know? I can't even walk him anymore for the gym, you know what I mean? But let's just say, oh, you know, you invite me to the gym, you know, because you want to help me. You say, like, listen, Mario, you're far too fat, you know what I mean? You're ugly and I want to help you, you know, with the food and dieting. I say, yeah, I should, yeah, well... Yeah. yeah, but then you know, conversation dies out, and you just you know walk away. What would you think about me when I say such a thing? You want to help me, help of course. me. Of course. Well, luckily for you, Mario, I don't come from with all the training that I have. I don't have any judgmental opinions on anyone. In one of the presuppositions of NLP is you know, people respect other people's models of the words. So if I was working with you. You're my client. I would listen to the predicates, your language. And the minute I hear should, then I know that it's something that you are conditioned to believe you should be doing. And, and the fact that you're not doing gives you that feel bad, that stuck feeling. And, you know, um, something like we should be doing. And we often carry a lot of guilt and feeling of bad this way. And that creates a whole level of negative emotions and limiting beliefs about ourselves, like we're not good enough, you know, I'm not capable and all of that. And carrying on these negative emotions and limiting beliefs about ourselves or these limitations, 
brings around the guilt. And that's the worst human negative emotion that one can carry, which I believe can create disease. And that's stuck feeling. So how do I help someone like that? Yes. How, how would you help me? Line. Let's come back again, me, because, you know, nobody can be insulted or, you know, we can't talk to the name. But how would you help me in that in that respect? Anybody say to you, you know, Katrina, no, I should, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Because I know the one element in life there's a moment in the life when things go south and yeah. then the word comes i should listen matt caruana and learn english i should listen katarina community to you know go in gym and doctor says well you should do it but you know it's time for the what's it called this uh last rights you know what's it called this you know, last rights you know when you priest, priest comes to you and it's the last uh, it's your rights you know what's it calling i find out <laughs> Anyway, Sorry. so Katrina, so how do you uh, you know, how do you help somebody like me? Right. Well, how do I help someone like you? That's really quite easily. Firstly, we do we've I've got a strategy and certain modalities that helps you. So first of all, I find out why you think you should be doing it. And first of all, I align your values and we go through a series of meaningful questions and I ask you and then you answer me on an unconscious level. So they're coming bang, bang, bang without you thinking about it. And then I get to see what are the most important values. The only reason that you're, you think you should be doing it is because it's obviously not one of your highest values. And that's not, for example, going back to the gym, where yeah. you should go to gym, you should lose weight. It doesn't mean that you don't want to go to the gym and don't want to lose weight. It's maybe finding a strategy that aligns with what suits you. Some people like running, some people like walking, some people like Pilates. There, there are different modalities. So aligning your values, number one, and then eliciting them, there's a certain strategy and that I use to elicit, and we have like a, the first top six values, and I, I show you how to live by them. And when you're using the word should, you know that you're not living by one of your highest values. Interesting. So maybe, yeah, working out different strategies that align with you. Because we're not all the same. We all have internal different filters. We have, you know, our attitude towards certain things are all different. We have different belief systems. It's it, what works for you. And then we work out a strategy on how we can motivate you to be inspired to lose weight. Rather than becoming a chore, if you are more inspired. And there are other modalities like anchoring, um, anchoring a certain particular modality and going through a series of modalities that helps you motivate moving towards the bigger outcome. Jesus, mate, you have something to ask, Pat? Yeah, it sounds like you've got like quite emphasis on values because, I mean, like you said, everyone has ha has different ones for themselves and we tend to just carry, I suppose, what we learn from our parents and that's where the word should comes from and... So, so for example, like with the um, example you just gave with someone who wants to lose weight, let's say like obviously it's not on their value list because they're doing the uh, the contrary. They, they should they the, think the that they should do something. Yeah, should they have Nutella? Like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Don't That's make a fun of me, Matt. No, seriously, no. <laughs> but so is it? A matter of aligning what they quote unquote should do or like what they feel like they want to do with their values. Yeah, so I have a conversation, I ask a series of meaningful questions. If someone comes to me wanting to lose weight and wanting to get fit, I ask them a series of meaningful questions. 
What specifically do you want to lose? How much do you want to lose? Is it for you or for someone else? You know, um, do you see yourself being there at that goal right now? And I get my answers. So, and then I ask them a series of questions like, what is it that you need to do that you don't want to do? And through these meaningful questions, I get the answer. Right, because I mean, first of all, I need to find out if they're willing to, if that's they're they're wanting to lose weight, or is it someone telling them they should lose weight? Because if they don't really want to lose weight, there's nothing I'm going to do or anyone else is going to do that's going to make motivate them to lose weight. It's got to come from them. And a lot of people do want to lose weight, but they go into this rabbit hole of thinking it's too hard, and and and, I'm, and you know, a lot of people do carry on a secondary game where. They're almost scared to they to become that person that they want to be. So basically, they're, they're, they're afraid. Identity. Basically, they're afraid. That's yeah. what you're saying. They're afraid you know, of losing their identity. Who will they be if that happens? Because they've had it for so long. Mm. That brings a world of uncertainty. It's a, it's, a, it's a story of my life in childhood. You know what I mean? You should be. You should. <laughs> you should be. Do, do, bo, 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 you know. That was my parents. You should kill yourself. That's what my parents told me. You should kill yourself. You're unworthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I said to my dad, yeah. one day, dude, and one day come, and I mean, and uh, he couldn't tell me any, nothing anymore. But the point is, we should shed, <laughs> we should take the break, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, you're listening to Live 90.5, Business Insights with Matt and Mario now, dear guest from the Melbourne, Katerina Kaminiti. She's stay with us another half an hour with more questions. Stay with us, and you'll be glad you did. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. Mmm. Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling is slow cooked for that big crunch and taste. Put some crunch in your munch. As a 100% Australian-owned business, Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling have been supplying deliciously crispy snacks in three crunch-tastic flavours, barbecue, chilli and original, to pubs, bottle shops, grocers and butchers in the Hills District. Order some now by visiting our website at pennyscrackling.com.au, spelt with a Y, or calling 028068 9664. Station sponsor. Hills to Hawkesbury Community News is a fortnight free local publication packed with stories about local people, news, puzzles and a whole lot more, including history, a guide to community groups, tradesmen and a variety of local advertisers. Supporting the community for 35 years and as a proud sponsor of Alive 90.5, we believe it's important to keep our community connected. Enjoy your coffee with station sponsor Hills to Hawkesbury Community News. Pick up a copy at your local shopping centre, visit hillstohawksbury.com.au or follow them on Facebook. You're listening to the sound of Alive 90.5 
Quarter to three here on Alive 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario, your favorite radio show, I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> not, and it, we should come back to our guest, Katarina. We should. Kaminiki. Katarina is waiting for us. Yeah. Katarina, so we've had a very interesting conversation about values, about the word should, your story as well. And you mentioned as well the NLP training that you've had and how you are a coach. Why coaching? And Why LMP? Why NLP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why coaching it? Yeah. And uh, by the way, what's your PIN number for your credit card as well? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Okay, we're gonna you're gonna laugh all day today. You're gonna come back I to your have. friends, your your family. I don't care, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Your kids are gonna sell like those two guys to the radio. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to kill them. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> So, why coaching? Why LMP? I'll start with every world champion has a coach. And become, you know, being an NLP coach, you exceed all coaching standards in the world. For me, NLP is a life skill and it should be taught at schools. Should we talk at schools? That's a big claim. That's a big, yeah, that's a very big claim. Why why is that there? NLP have certain modalities, for example, rapport, you know, building rapport with people and like getting back to values, we all have different values. So imagine being able to listen to people speak in a way where we can understand and respect their model of the world and being able to listen to their predicates their language because we have the five different senses. There's so much that I could go on, but let's pick the topic of the five senses. You know, some of us are visual, some of us are auditory, some of us are olfactory, and some of us are are visual. So the visual person will start with, oh, I can see what you mean. And then the auditory person will say, "I I can hear what you're saying. And... The kinesthetic person will say, well, I can feel what you're trying to say, for example, or I can feel the way you're expressing things. So if we can understand different people, their internal filters, and this is what NLP teaches, you know, we're all different. We all have different values. And listening to people, having the ability to think critically, think logically, and understand people's language because NLP is all about language and communication and you know coming from a place of influence for example 
and having that structure of problem solving and logical reasoning and understanding biases, you know, and, you know, also being able to speak in getting your message across rather than being, you know, straightforward and blunt. Imagine being able to express yourself in storytelling through metaphors and getting the message across on an unconscious level. And there's so much more. Um, is really, when, when we coach, NLP coaches, we don't actually so much go through the process of trying to change the person because we understand that everybody has the resources within them already. And it's just our job as, as an NLP coach is to hold space for that person and listen to their language and communicate in a way um, and allowing the client or whoever we're coaching to answer their own questions. And we do this because NLP works with the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. And then we also work for the conscious mind and the unconscious mind to integrate you know, and there was, according to a team led by a professor, um, I think his name was Jared, Jared Hodgkinson, he says that learning and change is the result of the way we use and we our brain stores information. And we process and we retrieve information on a subconscious level. And humans, they clearly need both conscious and unconscious thought processes. But it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. And to facilitate through verbal and nonverbal communication, asking questions, um, the right question, meaningful questions, you know, metaphors, speaking through storytelling, setting tasks is what we do with our clients as well. It creates and being able to facilitate and, and facilitate change and, you know, ask the meaningful questions, encourages self-expression. And an NLP coach, it's, we have a high degree, through our training in human behaviour, we have a high degree of patience and we have very little tolerance as well. We also don't have very low prejudice. We don't tend to judge. Like I said, in the presupposition of NLP is respect other people's model of the world. You know, there is... Would you... Not their behaviour. Would you agree, Katerina, mm -hmm. that words are the weapons when we put emotions into those words? that words becoming truly weaponized and they either can Absolutely. hurt you or they can Absolutely. lift you up another well, another words, another yeah another. words go on maria oh thank you very much i'm just like please continue oh, you continue then i gotta say something okay <laughs> yes please so words are you know as, as i say words can be the weapons as soon as you put emotions into them and you know, I know as a kid, you know, I mean, you know, when somebody says to you, like, let's just say, I love you, and I mean, or someone says, ah, f you know, I mean, love you, and I mean, like, it, it's, it's a, it makes sense, right? And you know, Absolutely. I try to use a more politely wording rather than derogative wording, but you know, I know in my example, right, you know, what I mean, so I'm sort of grateful to people, those words told me, but the, you know, when someone says to me, Actions are louder than words, right? It's a bull, you know what I mean? Like, I just tell you right now, because, you know, when somebody hurts you or say to you something nice, positive, it can lift you. The actions can be either cut off in your in your, in your knees or it can give you the wings. So, yeah, please, please Katrina. Mm. Plus, you know, I don't wish, you know, yeah. I don't wish any so woman. Words, yeah. no. Words are very powerful, but they're just words. Words are just words. That's all they are. 
what is and and where this comes into play is that when we come from a place of being emotionally aware of our our environment which is our internal dialogue and also our environment when you have that critical thinking and you are able to communicate and understand that they're just words and you detach the emotion from the word it's just a word so normally when someone says something to you for example i love you or if someone says something like i don't like you you're a horrible person you're not good enough if we attach the emotion to them that is not and we become emotionally upset what happens there is that it's that's just the trigger and what normally happens is that there's an underlying root cause so someone is always frustrated always angry and takes everything personally firstly whatever happens outside of me i can't control but i can control what happens inside of me so if someone says something to me that's not so nice I come from a place because I have very high self-esteem now. I don't have that emotional attachment to. I'm a very I craft my words properly. I'm a very critical thinker. I'm a very logical person. I and I don't have many of these experiences anymore, but I just see them as just words. Interesting. And I don't have the emotional attached to them, but I, I for one that does there's a trigger. There's a root cause. This is interesting because for me, like I have this premise of the world. This is just how I view things personally, where I, I view the world, uh, well, life in itself as meaningless. Although what it's about, it's about the meaning we give things. And what it sounds like there is like Katarina, as you were talking was, so for example, someone calls you a name that isn't so nice. It's quite hurtful. Maybe it's only hurtful because the meaning you put to it. It's exactly. that, that, yeah, like you said, right? That's out of our control. We we don't right. we, we don't choose what that person says, but what our reaction is, what we respond with, is completely our choice. Life is meaningless. It's about the meaning we give things. Absolutely, and in NLP we have perception. I live by perception is projection. So I'm mm. I'm at a part point in my life now where I don't experience many of these horrible words that people say. I have, I'm involved in a lot of great environment with people that, you know, are high self-esteem, they're very confident, they're go-getters, they're business people, they want everyone to thrive. So when I am confronted with something like that, I always reflect it back on myself. Perception is projection. Is that what is it in me that's triggered me that's attracted or allowed that conversation to happen in a negative way that's actually a mirror of me? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the beautiful of the world, Mario Beckers? That's you. Mario Beckers. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine, 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 you know, like you meet Katarina somewhere, you, know, you like her and everything else, and you try to seduce her, and I mean, like, and, you know, have the dinner and everything else, and she comes with a question, eh? She's like, <laughs> She knows exactly what you're doing. Let me dig deep into your mind. <laughs> <laughs> she knows exactly Let, Let's go take a sh- short break. We should oh, take no, a short break. No, no, we're actually, no, we should. We have no. to wrap up, unfortunately. We're right to wrap up. Sorry, okay, Katarina. Katarina, yeah, like, Katarina. We've actually gone Who's talking now? You and I. Let me talk, Mario. <laughs> nah, so, Katarina, yeah. unfortunately, we have come to the end of the hour and we do have to wrap up. Um, I have to cut a song, actually, too, because we've gone away over time. <laughs> but um, I wanted to ask, Katarina, firstly, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Well, 
I've, I've had so much fun, guys. I've had so much fun. How can you get in touch with me? I'm always on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook, but I'm very much um, present on LinkedIn. And uh, jump on my website, send me a message. Send me a message through LinkedIn, and I'm happy to have a conversation with you and talk further. What was your website? What's your website? It's neuro, neuromastery.com.au. We'd like to say thank you, Katarina Kameniti from the besieged city of Melbourne. Thank you for being our guest on our Business Insights with Matt and Mario. Thank you for sharing your insights and a willingness to help everybody who wants to become better, perform better. And Katarina, before we go, should I say something to you now or later? <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, live 90.5 Business Insights. Please choose Katarina. Go on her Facebook page. And uh, just a quote, uh, Matthew Carana, Mario Becker's 50% for all services. <laughs> Thank you, Katarina. <laughs> Thanks so much fun, guys. Thank you. Alive 90.5. So, uh, what's your favourite colour? Uh, black. Oh, yeah. Favourite food? Black pudding. Favourite fruit? Blackberries. Favourite drink? Black Russian. <laughs> all right. What's your favourite movie? Uh, Men in Black. Favourite actor? Jack Black. Favourite band? Black Sabbath. Favourite song? Black Betty. Favourite football team? Blacktown! Blacktown City! Blacktown! Show your support and show up. Blacktown City FC. Your town, your team. Proud sponsors, Linden Electric, have been best in class since 1977, providing unparalleled electrical expertise in commercial, industrial and laboratory solutions. This dynamic, family-run team prides themselves on over 43 years' worth of client-focused results based on their core values of quality, safety and integrity. Linden Electric, experts in electrical, 9890-9663 or Email james at linden.net.au for a booking. Station sponsor. The changes our mob have made to help stop the spread of coronavirus need to keep going into the future to help make us COVID safe. Remember to keep two big steps away from each other. Wash your hands with soap and water often and wear a mask when needed. If you're sick with cold or flu-like symptoms, stay at home and get tested for COVID-19. If you haven't already, download the COVID Safe app. Together, let's keep going and keep our mob safe. Find out more at health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Every Friday night from nine, turns back the clock to remember those classic hits of the 50s. Ring, ring, goes the bell. 60s. And the 70s. Join Tara McGay as she relives the music of three great decades. Jukebox memories. Some tried to stop it. Rock and roll has got to go. Most of us loved it. Paul McCartney. Jukebox Jive. Every Friday night from 9 on FM 90.5. A live 90.5. Broadcasting to the hills, Parramatta and Cumberland. Brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5.
National Radio News.